Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has 6 grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. It's another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, episode 890, and I'm Dr. Neil, your host of the show. Welcome back to another special Friday edition of Optimal Health Daily, where I answer your questions. On the other days, I read health and fitness blogs to you like an audiobook. Now, if you want your question answered right here on the show, come by oldpodcast.com slash ask, or call in your question by dialing 61 I love ohd Now, you may wonder, well, why should I bother sending him a question? Well, first of all, it makes me very happy to listen to and answer your questions, so it makes my day. But second, I wanna make sure that you feel like you get correct information here. I like to get rid of some of these health myths that are out there. You may wonder, what qualifies you to do that? I do have my doctor of public health degree with an emphasis in chronic disease prevention and nutrition. I also have my master of public health degree with an emphasis in health promotion and health education. I'm also a registered dietitian nutritionist, a certified health education specialist, and a certified exercise physiologist through the American College of Sports Medicine. I hold four faculty positions at various higher education institutions. I spend most of my time as an assistant professor at California State University, San Bernardino, where I teach nutrition students. I've also published research on the effects of diet when it comes to weight management and weight loss. I've also presented at national conferences and have been featured in over 70 different media outlets for my expertise on all of these wonderful behaviors and things I talk about on this podcast, like nutrition, stress management, fitness, all of those things. Oh, and before I forget, because I know I will, I've been doing a bit of holiday trivia every day this month. Well, pretty much every day. Wednesdays, I still leave for our inspirational quote. So here is our holiday trivia for today. How long have candy canes been around for? Well, according to the National Confectioners Association, the first record of candy canes in America goes all the way back to 1847. I personally liked that bit of trivia because I'm a huge candy cane fan. I like the traditional candy canes. I don't like the fancy, like, fruity ones and stuff. Just give me the peppermint ones and I'm happy. All right, enough about that. Let's hear today's question and start optimizing your life. I just started weight training and I'm very, very sore for days afterward. 
I'm wondering if that's just because I'm a beginner, if that's because I'm going too hard, or if it will it's just part of weight training and I'll always be very, very sore. I'm so sore that I feel like I can't do regular activities in the days following my workout. Thanks. Bye. Hi, Jessica. Thank you for your question. From beginners to elite athletes, soreness is something we all deal with from time to time. Many times on this podcast, I've shared how mm, certain family members of mine think my shoulders need to be bigger, since, in their opinion, they're dwarfed by some of my other features. Well, I have been on this total body high-intensity workout kick lately, so I really hadn't been working specific body parts until the comment was made about my small shoulders. I hopped back into the weight room and worked just my shoulders for about an hour. The next day, my shoulders were on fire. Is this normal? And now what? Did I cause permanent damage? Should I rest my body and allow it to heal? Here's the deal. Soreness is very common, particularly among beginners. First, I must mention that muscles feel sore because there has been some damage to the muscle. Now, don't get me wrong. This is not a bad thing. Soreness simply means that you broke down some of your old muscle because you push yourself, which is a good thing up to a point, and now your body is repairing that muscle, which actually leads to muscle growth and improved strength. Sometimes, though, folks mistake soreness for an injury or vice versa. They mistake an injury, oh, it's just muscle soreness. So it's important to know your body. If a muscle tears too much, it can lead to permanent damage. So that's why we say some soreness is okay, but too much pain may mean some serious damage was done. If the soreness doesn't seem to go away and the pain lingers, an injury may have occurred. In this case, it's best to be evaluated by a physician. Now, the type of soreness you describe, Jessica, is often referred to as delayed onset muscle soreness, or DOMS. This refers to the fact that after a workout, you may not feel sore right away. I know for me, when I hop off the bike or row machine or leave the weight room after a particularly grueling shoulder workout, I often don't feel sore right away. Don't get me wrong. I feel tired for sure, but not sore. The soreness doesn't kick in until a day or sometimes two days later. This is why it's called delayed onset muscle soreness. Researchers have discovered that the longer it takes the soreness to kick in, the more muscle damage that may have occurred. It sounds like the kind of soreness you're experiencing, Jessica, is quite intense, so much so that it's preventing you from performing optimally in other areas of your life. This tells me that you may need to decrease the intensity or duration of your workouts. I don't want you to feel so sore that you are miserable for days after. The goal of exercise is to help you feel your best. Because this isn't happening, go ahead and cut back for now. Let your body adapt to the new routine then slowly increase your intensity or duration over time. Now, there are a couple of ways to speed up the healing process for sore muscles. One, you could work out that same group of muscles again, but at a much lighter intensity and a shorter duration. For example, my shoulders were definitely sore after my hour-long shoulder-specific workout. The next day, to speed up the healing and recovery process, I performed shoulder presses with some dumbbells using a much lighter weight. My goal was one set of 15 to 20 repetitions. After that, I performed one set of some dumbbell lateral raises, again using a very light weight with a goal of 15 to 20 repetitions. And lastly, I performed barbell upright rows with, you guessed it, a light weight and high reps. So why is this helpful? Working the same groups of muscles again brings more blood to those areas. Increasing blood flow is key 
because blood brings important nutrients to help heal those tissues. Two, use a combination of ice and heat on your sore areas. Some have said that for sore muscles, you need to ice them. Others will tell you to sit in a jacuzzi for 30 minutes. Well, which one is it? Turns out, both are correct. A combination of hot and cold can help muscle soreness. The sweet spot is pressing a cold pack that's been wrapped in a towel against the muscles for about 15 to 20 minutes. Then, apply 15 minutes of heat using a wet towel or a heating pad to that same area. You can repeat this cycle up to six times over the next 48 hours. Now, why is this helpful? Researchers aren't exactly sure, but somehow, the combination of the cold, which will reduce inflammation, and heat, which will bring more blood to the area, helps speed up the healing process. Three, take time for warm-ups and cool-downs. I've talked about this before. A warm-up may be valuable because it gets your muscles ready for the upcoming activity. I say maybe because there has been some debate about this recently. Most experts in the field believe that a warm-up can only help you and not harm you. A proper warm-up should involve major body parts and be performed at a light to moderate intensity. If today's a cardio day, for example, and you plan on going for a run, then warm up first by walking, then lightly jogging. Before performing resistance exercises, you can also walk or jog for about five minutes. Then, before you work a particular set of muscles, perform one set using a light weight. A cool down also prevents injury and will help stabilize blood pressure and heart rate after the workout. Sometimes, abruptly stopping a really tough workout can make us feel a little dizzy or lightheaded. A cool down can help prevent or relieve those symptoms. And the recommendations for cool downs are very similar to the warm up. Perform a lighter intensity cardiovascular movement like walking for about five minutes. But here's a big difference between a warm up and a cool down. The cool down is actually the best time to perform some of those static or holding stretches. That can also help relieve some soreness. So tip number four is to stretch. Again, at a minimum, you can stretch after a warm-up, but it's even better to stretch after the cool-down. And ideally, when you stretch, use all of the major muscle groups like your leg, chest, back, and shoulders, but gently stretch those that are sore. If you can fit some stretching in two to three days each week, that'd be great. Better is five to seven days per week. Now, when stretching those muscles, Pull them until you feel some tightness. Mild discomfort is the goal, not pain. Hold that mild discomfort for 15 to 30 seconds. Stretch those muscle groups two to four times. It doesn't need to be the same exact stretch. For example, there are like 15 different ways to stretch your hamstrings. Same for your quads. Use different methods, but stretch that group of muscles at least twice during the same session. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com health. Just go to indeed.com health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast indeed.com slash health. 
Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed. I wish you a speedy recovery, Jessica, and again, thank you for the question. You'll be entered into a very small raffle on the first of every month to win a book. And if you want to submit a question and be a part of our raffles, you can call in your question by using the number 61-I-LOVE-O-H-D or you can submit your audio question at oldpodcast.com slash ask. That'll let you record your question, listen back to it, and then submit it to us. Again, that's at oldpodcast.com slash ask. All right, that's another week of Optimal Health Daily. Thank you so much for listening every day. Thank you for listening all the way through. Have a wonderful weekend, and I'll see you back here on Monday where your optimal life awaits.